to find what you're passionate about, maybe separate from the pro-life movement, like look at your, mm -hmm. your skills or what you love to do, just like the gifts that God gives you, just things that you are passionate about and see how you can combine that with spreading the message of the pro-life movement. That's pretty much what I did with like graphic design and art and um, all the things that I'm interested in doing um, and just combining that with my passion for human rights uh, justice. So yeah, there's really no one who isn't equipped or isn't uh, called to speak about this. You just have a different calling in terms of how you're gonna share the message. You know, so like you said, some people are gonna be the, the people in, in the front stage and some people are gonna be in the back doing the lights. Like we need everybody in order to make this happen. So everyone has a place in the pro-life movement and it's just about finding where that is for you according to your passions, but everyone has a place for sure. This episode is brought to you by Living in the Light Co. Brooks started this as a passion project in 2019 while working full-time as a nurse. In 2020, she felt God was calling her to use it as a ministry and left nursing to pursue this full-time. All L-I-T-L Co. apparel is designed custom by Brooke. No items are purchased through mass sellers. All of the bows and scrunchies are wholesale through small U.S. businesses and are handmade. Their goal is to wholesale through more and more small businesses so that customers know where their items are sourced, who is making them, and ultimately can be reassured that when they spend money with them, it is going to wholesome families who are creating beautiful things to support themselves. And personally, my favorite part about them are their priority is to ensure that LITL Co. is 100% spiritually based and run, and they do not cave to culture. So head over to their website, www.litlco.com, and use the code THOSEGIRLS to get 10% off of your purchase. Thanks. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? <laughs> well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm her friend, Melanie. <laughs> we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. This is 2022. And we, when you hear it, it will be 2022. <laughs> okay. We are recording this in the past. Um, and we have a great episode for you guys. Um, those of you who are in the con well, conservative, I guess, I meant to say pro-life world, you will know this amazing guest we have. You would have seen her amazing work, her talent, um, and I'm just really excited to have her. We have Angelique Clark from Life Dress. Hello, everyone. Woo! 
Thank you for having Yay. me. I'm so excited yeah. to be here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I know Angelique for a little bit over a year. Technically, we met online. Is my infamous, do I have it with me? No, I don't. My infamous pro-life mask was designed, uh, hand-painted by Angelique. And then um, I had her on Naked No With Mal, which I'll have linked um, that episode. And then um, we met in real life a while ago. Yes. Not quite remembering okay. when, but it was it was a while ago. Isn't um, infamous a bad thing? Like no, infamous, infamous is good. I right? thought infamous is like for an evil person. Correct. Like murderer. Yeah. Like that's why they're famous. Like they're infamous for being a murderer. So you would say well, the famous I, mask. It would be infamous to like pro-abortion people, right? Yes. Yeah. Famous for the pro-lifers. Any, any, anyway, everybody knew what I meant. We know what we mean. We know. Yeah. Well, everybody knew what I meant. Um, okay. And but yeah, so that's how I know her. Melanie, how long have you known Angelique? Melanie's known Angelique for a hot second. I think since 2018, right? Or was it 2017? I think 2018. Uh, 2018, I think. Yep. Yes. Angelique and I met from humble, humble beginnings um, with the William Wilberforce Fellowship through Students for Life. Yes. That's Great how we times. met back in the day in D.C. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. We've been friends ever since. Yeah. We've traveled the world together. Literally. Like we've actually <laughs> yeah, we have. traveled the world together. Yep. Into Australia <laughs> and Uganda. And mm-hmm. only God knows what's next. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So yeah, so we are super excited to have her on today. And I guess we can just get started with, tell us a little bit about what Life Dress is and why you started it. Okay. So Life Dress is a hand-painted pro-life apparel line where the goal is to start conversations with pro-life apparel Um, unique pro-life apparel that people don't ordinarily come across and just to start conversations about abortion to get people to think about what abortion truly is the greatest human rights and justice of our time and to hopefully make a change in their hearts and minds so that we can ultimately abolish abortion in our lifetime and um, I started Life Dress in 2018 like the end of 2018 I painted a dress for a pro-life pregnancy center gala. Um, And it was inspired by Joy Villa's pro-life dress she wore to the Grammys. And ever since then, I just kind of had this back of mind thought process of like, why am I just wearing plain dresses to these events when I could be wearing something with a message, something that, you know, represents what I stand for. It was kind of like a why not type of thing. So I painted another one for a Students for Life gala in Denver and it kind of just snowballed from there. Kristen Hawkins from Students for Life of America was interested in getting a dress. So I painted her one for a New York City gala. People were interested in the idea. And I just kind of launched it from there because people were interested in, in having these, these pro-life dresses. So since that time, uh, over two years ago, I've started creating other items like t-shirts now, men's ties, skirts, t-shirts, yeah, everything you can imagine, hats, scrunchies, anything that you can wear 
and have a message displayed as you go about your daily life or wherever you happen to be, that's always a great opportunity to talk about this issue. It's true, y'all. Angelique even painted, painted my roller skates. Very true. Yep. And I've gotten um, compliments when I go to the rink. That's awesome. She can oh, paint anything that's paintable. <laughs> yes, paintable. Mm-hmm. I'll have to post a picture. They look really cool. When Melanie posted them, I was like, oh my goodness, I wish I skated. <laughs> I painted, but I don't skate, so... Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Paint normal shoes without the wheels, you know. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I was supposed to mute. Sorry, y'all. I anyway. Um yeah, so um oh, I was gonna ask. Um Melanie, do you have a question? Yes, yeah, so do you have a favorite piece that you've done so far? Something that stuck out to you that you're like, I really liked painting that and I want to make more of that um I feel like there's so many different designs in terms of like the messages so I would probably go with maybe the one that I painted for um the uh New York City Gala that I went to the I Heart uh the New York, it was basically based off of the I Heart New York logo, but okay. it was I Heart fighting infanticide because at the time, you know, uh, there was about issues happening uh, about legalizing infanticide in New York City at the time. And so I wanted to create a message that was directly in opposition to that. And so I used like the I Heart New York, New York symbol for that. So I feel like that was a design that I was, um, I kind of liked the outcome with and people stopped me like while I was walking through New York City and we had a lot of good conversations come out of it really? so pretty much yeah those designs that like actually capture people's attention and like make people stop and think those are always going to be the designs that I want to repeat and those mm-hmm. are the ones I, I like the best so. Yeah. so have you always been an artsy person yeah I think I would I would say I've always been creative um what's weird is I've actually not always been a painter though even though now I like paint every day. I used to hate painting when I was younger. I was more of like just drawing and eventually graphic design. But um, I got into painting with life dress and with a a random job that I got a couple years ago. And now I love painting. So, but yeah, I've always been creative. I always like to express myself with with art. So I I love that. A lot of power. Yeah, amen, that's good. So my next question is, what made you want to do the pro-life like why are you pro-life why do you want why are you involved in the movement why am I pro-life well I found out what abortion was um truly when I was uh I mean I knew what abortion was and like the kind of abstract like we're against abortion because it's wrong but I didn't know like the details of it until I feel like I was um in the beginning of high school I did a lot of research on abortion realized that it was, you know, the the greatest human rights and justice of our time, it was actively hurting women, killing children. And so that's when I went from just being pro-life to being a pro-life activist, I would say. Mm. And um, so that was kind of the start of my my activism journey, I guess you could say, try to start a pro-life club, and then got in connection with Students for Life through that. And um, so ever since then, I've just Mm -hmm 
wanted to dedicate, knew that my life should be dedicated to preserving life at every stage from conception to natural death. And that's pretty much what I've, I've been doing. And I plan to continue doing until the day I die. I gotta jump in here because Angelique just shortchanged herself because Angelique didn't just start up a pro-life club at her high school. Home girl sued her high school because the high school was not going to let her start the club. And before she even knew that Students for Life existed, she was Googling, she was finding out like, what are my rights? What can I do? And then through that journey, got connected with Students for Life and their lawyers. And this story like blew up in Las Vegas, um, where she's she's from her high school and people knew this chick like people knew don't mess with her so and then and then the story had a happy ending right like you were able to start the club yep yeah we had to file the lawsuit eventually after like a whole year of kind of like the media battle and then it's three days after the lawsuit was filed that they're like oh yeah you do have constitutional rights are bad yeah you can have the club (laughs) sure so yes that's such an epic beginning like i know into the pro-life movement you're like on the diving board and then you like dove in yeah it was it was crazy for sure yeah so tell us about the media aspect of it when you decided she was going to sue your school how did the media ask how did that feel how did your friends say yeah well um so the first thing first was that we didn't go into it with like the lawsuit mindset. It wasn't like, oh, like you don't want me to have a club. We're going to sue you. It was like demand <laughs> letters. It was, you know, pleading with them, rash- like trying to reason with them. I had a ton of meetings with my um, my administration about it and wrote letters and stuff just saying like, these are my my rights. Please respect them. Otherwise, we may have to go on to, you know, further legal action. So that's what took up most of the time of this like year plus situation where it was really um, the media battle was up until that lawsuit. And so um, it was pretty much once I got connected with Students for Life, they connected me with the like public relations aspect of it. We're able to send out press releases that this situation was happening. And pretty soon news outlets were picking up the story. So it was like, local stations I was on like a radio like local radio and eventually like Fox and Friends things like that so they it it really kind of like snowballed again just went from something small and like oh this isn't gonna matter to all of a sudden it's you know thousands and thousands of hate comments online and um, you know people talking about it and so when I look back on it I really see it as a blessing in disguise type of thing because had they said yes and just kind of like censored me quietly, but still said yes and approved it, then I wouldn't have had that opportunity, you know, to actually present this to a huge audience nationally and even internationally in some cases. So, yeah, it just got the conversation started, both the conversation of what abortion is and why someone wants to fight it and why this matters, but also the fact that students have rights and students' students' rights should be respected and protected. Um, And so that was what happened as far as the media goes. So I was 
kind of thrown into this like uh <laughs> this front front and center like here now you have to like look into a camera in the east coast at 3 a.m so you can be on like live television and <laughs> here's some talking points i don't know like you're six you're like 17 and so it was crazy um but it definitely changed my life 100 that's what got me interested in the media overall and that's what eventually led me to choosing journalism as my my degree path in, in wow. college so Isn't yeah it's just so amazing how like things are just so interconnected and dominoes yes. and how you know yeah, god just god just ordains things like homegirl's not gonna get her club right away it's gonna suck but she <laughs> has to trust me yes. and it's gonna work out in the end yeah exactly you can really see god's sovereign hand on your life and the way everything has gone like through the ups and the downs quick question if someone is trying to get a student for life or a pro-life um, club on their school, what advice do you have for them? My advice would be to um, never give up um, because there were so many different times throughout like the process of getting this started and everything where it would have been the easier choice to just be like, oh, they said no, okay, or <laughs> oh, this is, you know, hate comments, tons of hate comments. I'm getting bullied on campus. The teachers hate me, whatever. Oh, maybe I could just stop doing this um, and make my life easier. But it's yeah. not always the best option to choose the easiest option. Sometimes mm -hmm. the harder path is the path that God puts before you because ultimately the truth is at the other side of it. And in order to get to the truth, to expose the truth for the greater, greater good, you have to put yourself through, you know, the the hard stuff, the hard part, um, whether that's um, persecution or it's just, you know, having to just to deal with just every obstacle that you could possibly imagine being put in front of you. So ultimately, the advice is don't give up, um, that you're doing the right thing. The truth will prevail as long as you keep fighting for it. And yeah, always use your voice. Yeah, I think too, to add to that, is that your sanctity is also like on the other side of that, you know, that God is sanctifying you through the hard times, through the persecution, through, you know, the nose, you know, that somehow God's going to use that for his glory, even though it's hard in the moment. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, another thing, switching gears a little bit, um, I love, you're a great example of how anyone can be involved in the pro-life movement, anyone. I know that sometimes I'll get messages from girls on my Instagram who say that they really don't like um, public speaking. I personally cannot relate to that. Love talking, love public speaking, but some people don't. Some people have other talents and they don't know how they can fit in in the pro-life movement. Is there any advice or anything you want to talk about that just I mean like I said your stuff is I mean I have the mask um Kristen's worn the dress like you are iconic if we're being honest like everybody knows me. yeah like she's super humble y'all like <laughs> sweetest person you'll ever meet super humble but seriously like people know who Angelique yeah. is life dress is a thing like it's not like a uh, it's a you said that people are like a oh, what what it, oh yeah like 
So like, what, oh could you God. just talk a little bit about how you don't have to be a public speaker, you don't have to be a social media analyst to be involved in pro-life movement? Yeah, definitely. First of all, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but I would say that try to find what you're passionate about, maybe separate from the pro-life movement, like look at your, mm -hmm. your skills or what you love to do, just like the gifts that God gives you, just things that you are passionate about and see how you can combine that with spreading the message of the pro-life movement. That's pretty much what I did with like graphic design and art and um, all the things that I'm interested in doing um, and just combining that with my passion for human rights uh, justice. So yeah, there's really no one who isn't equipped or isn't uh, called to speak about this. You just have a different calling in terms of how you're gonna share the message. You know, so like you said, some people are gonna be the, the people in, in the front stage and some people are gonna be in the back doing the lights. Like we need everybody in order to make this happen. So everyone has a place in the pro-life movement and it's just about finding where that is for you according to your passions but everyone has a place for sure yeah i definitely agree i want to add to that of like just like an example could be um maybe you don't feel comfortable being the person talking to men and women at the sidewalk but you can be the person praying silently on your knees or maybe you don't have money that you can donate to your local pregnancy center but maybe you're wanting to get rid of old clothes and toys and you can go donate donate to that local pregnancy center just some ideas of how you know it can be both and or either or depending on you know who you are your temperament so exactly and yep i want to add to that i've said this to melanie before and she said to remind me of this but also too we also have to remember our audience it's not going to look like everybody's audience. God has set a specific people for you and you talk to them. So who you reach might not be who Mary Sue and Lilibeth, those are random people, um, <laughs> reach. It just might be, it might be different. So as long as you're doing what I love, Angelique said, um, your passions outside of the pro-life movement, as long as you're doing what God has called you to do, because I'll be honest, I am not a medical person. I find blood disgusting, no offense. Um, I hate hospitals. If I ever had to sleep over in one, they would have to sedate me because I just hate it. I absolutely hate it. So that is not my calling. I cannot be a medical missionary, but <laughs> I do enjoy talking. I do enjoy doing the podcast, things like this. This is where God has called me. And it's best if you do what God has called you to do and not go and try to do what Mary Sue and Lilibeth are doing. It's <laughs> what God has specifically called you to do. Yep. So, yeah. Very true. <laughs> there was something else I wanted to add. Melanie, say kind of what you said earlier what <laughs> kind of repeat some of what you said a minute ago well, I was just giving examples of how like you don't have to be the person um having oh, the, the conversation but you can be the person you know praying mm -hmm. silently that was just an example perfect I remember that so ideally Roe v Wade will be overturned in this year 2022 when you're listening to this um which means now more than ever our job 
is really important. Our job of helping the pregnancy resource centers, our job of changing culture, our job of encouraging our friends and family, our job of speaking up. You know, you hear uh, Mary Sue again, <laughs> you hear her saying she's pregnant and she's scared. It's our job as pro-lifers, hey, Mary Sue, let's go to the pregnancy resource center down the street. Or Mary Sue, let's go speak with your pastor or your priest. Or let's speak with that really sweet old lady at our church that would love to help you. There's so many, like 2022, we really have to turn it up a notch. This is going to be when we specifically pregnancy resource centers to you guys. Like I really hope maybe we'll do a couple episodes on that just in general we really have to be helping and working with our pregnancy resource centers and we have to be talking about them sorry i'm gonna go on a quick tangent everyone we have to also be talking about them i was on um james dunn's podcast the dunn right podcast i rushed to do it and he told me he did not know what pregnancy resource centers were until i started talking about them and this guy has been conservative his whole life what does that tell you? It tells <laughs> no. What does that tell you? It tells you that we are not speaking loud enough. We are not talking enough about it. So we really, 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 he knows what they are now. <laughs> we really, really need to do our job in talking about them. Maybe you don't have the time to donate money, but you, I'm sure you have the time to donate your time. I mean, we all have time. It's just a matter of how we choose to use it. But this is when it's important. This is 2022, a lot is going to happen this year when you're listening to it, um, and this is our time to really try to dig in, figure out what our role is going to be. Like I said, you don't have to be the big name. You don't have to be the picture on the sign for the National Pro-Life Summit. You don't have to be that. You can do what you need to do, what God has called you to do, and that's just my quick tangent, everyone back to Angelique <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled program <laughs> oh, um, it's definitely true Mallory because I, I remember for a while Students for Life was really kind of pushing this campaign of a post-row America like a plan for post-row and what that would look like and what that could look like is creating family-friendly work environments family-friendly campus environments, adoption reform, foster care reform, more pregnancy resource centers, more funding towards that. Um, so there definitely is work to be done, even in that, you know, post-Roe world, whatever that's going to look like. And even then, even, even when, I guess we can start saying just when, Roe v. Wade yes. is reversed, and or change anyways the power is going to go back to the states of abortion legalities so then it's going to be individual state battles here in the great country of texas we have a trigger law and so we um to the extent that roe v wade is changed or reversed it will make it so that abortion is automatically completely abolished in texas so depending on where you are, there are some states that have those trigger bills written into law and they will take effect. So it's definitely exciting. And I definitely encourage you to do a quick Google and find out if your state has a trigger bill, trigger law um, in the books, you know, um, because your state will be living in that post row America, will be living in an abortion free state. And so 
not that your pro-life work will be done or over. You can take off your hat, take off your coat and <laughs> say, good day, everyone. It was great. <laughs> we can all go home. Um, every rest is good. You need to rest. But that the work will look different. It'll change. Like our methods will change. Will there be a need to be out on the sidewalk? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there. We're not in that future. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know. But I know that I'll still be needed, that there, there will only still be more, I think, unplanned pregnancies happening. There's going to be a lot more babies. <laughs> so we got to, you know, get ready for that. So definitely do a quick Google and yeah, mentally prepare for that. What the what that's going to look like and how you can help life dressing going nowhere you can you know wear some life dress gear in that post-road society <laughs> donate to life dress as well we'll get to that in a little bit um to what you said i looked it up everywhere in north carolina north carolina is not one of the 12 states south carolina is um so that's very i didn't know about the trigger laws we'll have to you know do a post about that maybe just to inform people but there's 12 states that have trigger laws um and North Carolina is not one of them disappointed but not surprised um <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah that's you made a very good point about it going back into the states which once again we'll have to do an episode on that maybe we'll just do like 10 YouTube videos talking about abortion for like references maybe i don't know i'm just thinking out loud you could do a whole video about what is your dream post abortion free society like what does that look that's like that's good oh that would be good we could do a video we can have angelique come back for that one too and we can talk about like what <clears throat> ideally that would look like but um yeah so it will go back into the states so like melanie said i'm sure we've said this before in other episodes our job is not going to be done. So don't think that you're going to, you don't have to do anything else after that. We still keep going because at the end of the day, we're here for women and their children, not just the law. Because we're not just like, yeah, have the baby. Obviously, we're going to have the baby, but like, that's not what it's all about. At least not here on this podcast. We are pro-woman. Feminine, not feminist. Um, yeah, you're going to change the culture too, not just the law. Say that again? Gotta change the culture and the law. I can't just do one or the other. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And that kind of takes me back to life dress again. Um, that I think is super important, changing the culture and the law. We always say we want to make abortion illegal and unthinkable. And one of the ways is through fashion. Um, so tell us a little bit of how running a pro-life business is going. Like how ups and downs, tell us about it. Well, um, it's been a blessing that I've actually had very consistent like business throughout the time I've had life dress. There's always someone who's interested in having something painted or buying something that's already pre-made from the shop. So that's been amazing. Um, just building, you know, a network of pro-life activists who are interested in sharing the message through what they wear. There's always, there's always going to be business for that always for life. So that's encouraging. And, um, just knowing that for every like item sold that could potentially reach somebody who is for abortion and could change their mind. It's really powerful to me. Um, but in terms of just like running the business and like having 
that kind of you know future forethought like forethought to where it's going to head um i definitely have a lot of plans for the future of life dress um currently i'm working on a multi-state tour for life dress that's going to happen um probably in february or sometime in the spring of 2022 so <clears throat> yeah it's going to be a pretty big deal it's going to start it's actually going to start at the march for life so it's going to be the expo and the students for life of america summit <laughs> and uh so we'll be launching um a bunch of new products and uh always one of a kind of course hand painted one of a kind at the march for life expo and summit so if you're going to be in D.C. during that time, that's going to be that first tour stop. And then the next ones are still being planned and they'll be they'll be announced when those are sealed the deal, you know. But that is so exciting. Wow. Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited to, to have it get bigger and more people to be aware of it just so we can spread the message as far as wide and wide as possible. Are you throwing it back to your rock for life days and you're going to be traveling in a van? That's kind of like the the long term dream, definitely. Um, yeah, what Melanie's talking about is rock for life. I used to I did a tour with rock for life back when rock for life existed. Now it's kind of students for life. But um, yeah, we did Christian music festivals. True. Tears. Um, Christian music festivals. We would sell pro life merchandise there. And it was then that was when I was like 18. And I, I always said to myself, like, someday I'm going to have my own pro-life apparel line and do like something similar to this and sell at, you know, festivals or events. And so now, you know, the dream is manifesting. The dream is coming true, you know. I love this. Oh, <laughs> By God's so will. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, super excited about it. Yep, so hopefully, um, probably will be some in like the West Coast and maybe the East Coast as well, as far as like the spring tour goes. But like I said, they'll be posted in um, like on Life Dress, ORG, Instagram, wherever, all that stuff. Are you gonna make like a map and put the dots? Oh, oh yeah. My gosh. yeah. I love this. This is, I mean, this is great. Thank you. You know, <clears throat> I'm gonna say it. And if this is something you wanna do, I hope it happens. Winter Jam. You should get contacted with Winter Jam. I've looked, yeah, I looked into that. I was looking into different Christian music festivals. Um, and yeah, it's just a matter of like the timing and everything. I don't know, when was Winter? It was, did it already happen, Winter Jam? Winter Jam is coming to Charlotte February 6th, I think. So it's still going on. Okay, cool. Yeah. I will definitely do it, see if I can add it and be a vendor. Yeah, that would be really cool. I have no idea how that would work. Uh, I don't even have a contact for you. I just felt like I should say it. Um, just to put it out there for you. So if anybody that's connected to Winter Jam is listening by some random off chance, please connect with Angelique. Um, yeah. That would be great. Or uh, anyone who's listening, if you have like any festival in your area or any kind of like big event contact information, anything like that, that you think life dress would be a good fit for as a vendor let me know because i'm you know trying to build my tour list right now and figure out which stops to go to and things like that when we get off i also have an idea just just remind me i have an idea of 
a possible event that I think cool. maybe I will. Thank you. Yeah, this is so exciting. I love this. I love, um, I guess we should wrap it up soon. I just think it is so important for everyone to be walking in their calling. I think sometimes we get caught up in everything around us. We get caught up in X, Y, and Z, trying to be other people. We get caught up in yeah. the news. We get caught up in just so many things. But if we're walking in our calling, you know, there will be ups and downs. Because like Angelique said at the beginning, it was probably super difficult to be known as a pro-life girl on your high school campus. And it wasn't a Christian school, right? Or it was. No, no, it's yeah. a public school. Yeah, in Las Vegas. Yeah, public school. Oof. <laughs> Scary. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mallory's like, my pronouns are she, because I couldn't be her. Wait, what? No, no, I said it right. What? Yeah, you said it right. Yeah, I can't imagine being known as a pro-life girl at a public school, like how difficult that was. But as you can see, God pulled her out, and now things are just, it's different, it's better, I'm sure there's going to be ups and downs in this journey still, because that's just how life is, no matter how much we want to just have the straight path of everything works out, no problems, no problems, there's always going to be something, but as long as you're walking with God, <laughs> as long as you're walking with God, then there's nothing for you to fear because you have God on your side. Um, so I just think that if we just all are in our purpose, we're all doing what God has called us to do, not worrying about what's on the left, what's on the right. Um, just amazing things can happen. We can see how God's hand can help, how we can help other people. Because that's the other thing too, like our lives are meant to be for other people in the sense of you're helping them. But our lives are meant to show God's hand and how uh, he can use us to help someone else. So I just think this is great. Love life dress. Um, Melanie, do you have anything? And then I'm gonna ask her a big last question. Yeah, our our mm. lives, our bodies are, are, are meant to be used to be the face, the hands, the feet, the voice, you know, of Christ. And how I use my hands for Christ is definitely dif different from how Angelique uses her hands for Christ but it's all good and it's yes. and so yeah I just definitely want to reaffirm the message of use use whatever talents that God has given you to help in this mission to save lives and help women and glorify God amen beautiful, beautiful. all right Angelique last question uh, we started doing this with our guests. If every single girl in the entire world was looking at you right now and said, help me, I need advice. <laughs> what would you tell them? <laughs> it could wow. be anything. Okay. Um. <laughs> no pressure, but it's every single girl that's ever existed. Right. Okay. Yeah. No biggie. <laughs> Not big deal. Okay. Um. I would say that if you ever feel like you don't have supporters, you don't have friends, you don't have people who really know who you are, whether it's your family or your friends or whoever, that you will always have a best friend in Jesus Christ. Um, ultimately, that's all you need to fall back on. So whenever you feel alone or you feel like 
misunderstood or you feel like you're not sure where you're headed or you just don't feel like you're being fulfilled by the people or the the choices that you're making remember that you have Christ to to lean on because he's always there for you that's my that's what I would tell them beautiful I love that that's a perfect Amen. message. Yeah. And that's a message for just this time of the year. Sometimes people are feeling extra lonely, but we have Jesus. I thought of a question. It's kind of a funny, quirky one. I don't know. I'm wanting to know is um has anyone from high school like seen you now? like I don't know reached out to you or said like hey I remember back when you sued our school and <laughs> wow girl like, how's it going what's this life dress thing about I'm just curious um yeah I have had a couple situations like that I mean I do still have a decent amount of like people friend like, people acquaintances from high school that still follow like my Instagram and oh, I'll post really? about yeah, I mean, I've definitely lost, like, a majority of my followers over the years. Every time I post something pro-life, you know, the numbers go down a bit, <laughs> but um, I still have a decent amount of, you know, some high school people who I know for a fact are not pro-life, so that's kind of cool, oh. but yeah, I've had a, de- a couple times where someone was, like, reached out, they're just like, oh, wow, like, you're, you're still doing you're still doing that huh you're like still at oh. it. like okay she really wasn't joking it wasn't a phase <laughs> exactly yeah so it's like funny. yeah and then here's my website <laughs> yep yeah here's my shop bye thank you so much <laughs> yeah so sometimes supportive sometimes not but some people are still aware that I'm still doing the thing so that's okay. cool yeah thank you for the I think we won't really know the effects, the full effect we've had on a lot of people in our in our lives until we get to heaven. When we see that, you know, yeah. Mary, that Mary Sue again <laughs> has been <laughs> bullying us or has commented, only comments when she's mad at you, when you guys get to heaven, you know, and you don't hear from her for like 20 years, when you get to heaven and you see she's up there too, and it's like, well, what happened? And Mary says, well, you know what? I found Jesus and I realized that and I was pregnant and I thought about all those annoying posts you post, but you know what? I was like, ah, I guess I'll keep the baby. And then I live this beautiful life following Christ. I mean, we really won't know the effect we have yeah. until we get to have it. Hopefully so one day true. you'll hear from people on earth. Because I know for me, that always makes me feel a lot better. Like when random people are like, like one person told me, she was like, I just want you to know that I wasn't 100% pro-life until I started following you. Like that literally like wow. made my rest of my year. Like that was that, like, thank you. I feel like not validated, but I feel like I'm not just falling on deaf ears. Cause you know, after a while, sometimes it does start to feel like you're doing all this stuff and you really are trying to help. You have good intentions, but sometimes you don't see the fruit of your efforts until way later. And I think that yeah. Um, that's just another thing we just have to remember that our fruit might not be until later yeah our reward will be great in heaven amen yes yes well all right Angelique tell us oh first I want to you're going to be at the expo um in March for life everyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you don't have a group to go with please reach (coughs) 
sorry y'all if you don't have a group to go with please reach out to me you can come with us when i say us i mean the rest of us who are going independently melody you're going independently right yeah I and who are you so. going independently um half independent half with students for life so just a little bit of both Okay, well, if you are going, and if anybody going independently, come join us. You don't have to be by yourself. Um, when it gets close to the day, I'll make a group chat, and we'll meet up at the morning and walk together, and then maybe get dinner together. Um, if they'll let us in, those of us that aren't vaccinated. Anyway, it's a whole other episode. <laughs> but um, don't feel as if you have to go by yourself, or if you're nervous about going, you've never been before, but you really want to go, you are more than welcome to join us. Those are the girls. Part of the purpose is for us other girls to never feel alone because you have you have sisters, you have fellow sisters that sisters in Christ that you can do things with. Um, and let's also make sure we visit Angelique's booth. I think that this is seriously like what she's doing is great and amazing. All of her stuff is really cute and it's handmade, and it's all for a good. Um, a good purpose we give our money to like this is from loft I think and realistically like you know I could give money to businesses and and um or small businesses and that support what I support I haven't looked into loft if you know what loft supports don't tell me um, I really don't want to hear it so like um but what you can do is start giving your money to people and businesses that um <clears throat> you support also to um tell us where to find you on social media <laughs> yeah on social media oh, we'll give you my address, address. <laughs> Um, so you can get uh, in touch with Life Dress on Instagram at Life Dress O-R-G, like org, organization. And then my website is lifedress.org. And I'm also on like uh, Facebook, TikTok. I don't have Twitter or Snapchat or whatever the other, th- the other things kids are on these days. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> Perfect. Now, Melanie raised her hand. I'm not quite sure why. But yes, yes. So, I just remembered. Can you tell us about your trifecta with life dress? That oh, everything yeah. is also um, thrifted, antiqued? Yes, yes. So, um, and why that matters? Yeah. So, part of the mission of life dress is to ra- raise awareness about the industry of fast fashion and how it's connected to human trafficking and how human trafficking is also connected to the abortion industry. So that's what I consider the human rights and justice trifecta. And um, so to help raise awareness for that, everything um, in Life Dress is hand-painted using thrifted clothes or like secondhand, not directly purchased from a fast fashion, unethical source. So yeah, it's part of it's part of the mission, um, just to kind of spread information about that aspect of the abortion industry and how it actually comes together on a global level. We should have you on to talk about that in a couple of months once I have um, taken upon myself to be a little bit more better with where I shop. Fast fashion is a terrible thing. I will admit yeah. that it's just you know something we all have to work through yeah well thrifting is so fun though so I feel like you can really it's easy to convince people to be like yo just go thrifting it's more fun anyways I don't think I've ever even been thrifting before I think I've walked into a I've gone into a thrift store but I've never bought anything from one 
I think the last time I went was in DC with Melanie, actually. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted you to to plug that in for another reason, uh, another incentive why to support life dress. Um, hand painted, you know, unique, one of a kind. And it's, you know, not supporting the fast fashion industry. Thank you, Melanie. While trying to abolish abortion. Yes. All right. Um, Anything else you want to add? Uh, For me? Nah, I'm good. I want to say thank you guys for for having me. Yeah. For for letting me talk about, you know, my, my passions and stuff appreciate it <laughs> well we are super glad you came on seriously we'd love to have you on again um yeah I guess thank that's you. that's it for this episode everyone thank you so much for listening please make sure you follow Angelique check out her website uh if you enjoyed this episode please make sure you rate review subscribe tell all your friends um and Hopefully we'll see you at the March for Life. Um, If you do see us, come say hi. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to think of anything else to add. Uh, Oh, if we also have merch in our store available, um, really cute stuff you should all check out. Um, And if you are like, you know what, now this is such a good show. I love what you're doing. Let me help. Head over to our website and click donate. That would help us the most. All right, everybody. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.